We are Green Room Radio. Welcome back to the show. Super James True and Domo What's checking up? in what up, what for up? another episode. We have a special guest here. There, there um, a very, part. very important person out of the D and Circa, Mr. Richard Wilk. Richard Wilk, well, the man. Nice to be here. I was going to say like a, 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 a all things Vegas, but it's more like an all things gambling and celebrity and everything i've been see, i've been out here in las vegas kind of. since 05 and i've been following this guy on on uh the in, all the social media platforms and, and just, some of the top ladies you know if it's supermodels <laughs> uh ufc girls uh ring there, girls i know <laughs> and uh, porn stars as well oh, yeah wwe people yeah uh, i see uh, i see you got Mr. playboy playmates right uh, uncle dana um, big, yeah. big, big fan of Uncle Dana. Dana's awesome. So, <laughs> so let's get a, a little background. Um, I know you kind of been into it uh, for a long time. Uh, multiple venues, uh, multiple cities. Um, how did you? I, I mean, what what would you title yourself? Not not just necessarily at Circa and the D, but just in general, um, like just host, host, all around host. So I'm director of of basically business development mm -hmm. and. I kind of added to that buzz marketing. Mm -hmm. So what I did, I kind of mastered something no one was doing in town and that's creating buzz. So when I worked for the hard rock for the longest time, mm -hmm. you heard about hard rock all the time. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I left in 2011. You didn't hear about it so much anymore. No. We're on TMZ every week because of the people that I had there. And that's what made it interesting. And from there, everybody needs a connection when they come to Vegas, whether they're celebrity or not whether mm -hmm. they're famous or not in some way or another, right? Businessman, doesn't matter who. Mm -hmm. They always need somebody they can trust because this is Vegas. It's not Hollywood, <laughs> yeah, not Detroit. No, it's no, not, not at all. It's a whole nother animal and everybody gets in trouble when they come out here because yeah. they want to be somebody they aren't, mm -hmm. right? Or they want to live a life that they aren't living back home. And I think there's always people looking for those people too that they can, they yeah, can pray one, off of. One thing, one thing I can say about Vegas that's very interesting is, is, you know, people are very loyal. Like you said, they have that guy. And I, and I just noticed, I mean, I, I have tons of friends come and it's like, this is our guy. You know, for the most part, I feel like people stay very, you know, true to that person. I think it's hard to trust anybody these days because everybody wants something from somebody. Yes. When you come to Vegas, you know you've been in the business. When, when you come to Vegas, you need, you need somebody. But at the same time, you don't, you don't know what they want from you. Yes. Right? They don't, you don't know what they, they're going to ask for. So you don't want to say, yeah, I'll do that for you, Rich. And then I come back and say something. So I, I always say my network is my wealth. Mm -hmm. but I've never taken advantage of it. That's And that's, that's a big deal. I don't ask for, I take care of all the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, the majority of them. I don't ask them for tickets. I've never asked them for tickets. You know, yeah. a lot of Major League Baseball players now, I do kind of talk to more because my son's going through all that. You know, he's a freshman at Gorman. So mm -hmm. he's in a baseball program, you know, and he's got a chance to be possibly a Major Leaguer one day. Yeah. As hard as he trains, you know, right yeah, now. Yeah, I see that on your social media. You know, you he's, got a lot of he's that 1% that trains his butt off, you know. Mm -hmm. So for me, anybody that can help me in that area for him to understand the process, I will talk to. Mm -hmm. But anybody else, I don't What do I, I don't need them. I don't yeah. want to take them. I want to be friends. I want them to know they, don't, they can come to Vegas and feel free and not have to give there's me There's no debt back. there or anything No, there's like no that. debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no nothing uh, except yeah. you come here. I'll keep you comfortable. You don't have to worry about anything. We'll control the narrative. 
Yeah. yeah. When you come in. And if you get into trouble, we know that from back in the hard rock days. <laughs> a lot of people got into trouble. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they they were worried about people having a phone and going, hey, for $100, you can sell it to TMZ. Yeah. yeah. Somebody doing something bad, you know. What, so. what a great um, casino, though. Back in the day. Back yeah. in the day. Hard rock. Yeah, so when, what what year did, where are you from originally? So I'm from Canada originally. I'm from Toronto. Got the accent. So I came out in 95, fall of 95. My first job, believe it or not, um, I was subcontracted by Secret Service. I had a security team back home that we did. Wow. That's basically where I met a lot of my famous clientele, was mm -hmm. protecting a lot of those big bands like Aerosmith, Bon Jovi. You, you were doing Eagles. that in Canada? We were doing that in Canada. Uh -huh. So if you came into Canada and you were somebody, you, my your team company, got first dibs. Yeah, yeah. And I and I organized it. We took care of all the back kind of green rooms. So they'd have a director of security that came with them. Uh -huh. They would call us and I would arrange it. And we so would they, take they care brought, of them. So they brought the head guy with them and yeah. your team handled everything. And our else. team would handle So everything. going back even further, how, how did you get into that? I grew up in the martial arts, you know, okay, I trained, wow. I trained with some special forces guys when I got a little older, mm -hmm. you know, I was privileged to do some of that. So for me, that's what kind of developed into the security side of things and, and doing the clubs, mm -hmm. you know, doing the clubs was where we all started when we were 18, yeah. you know, we, yeah, were, yeah. We, were, we were athletes, <laughs> you know, in school playing football lacrosse, you know, and then we, we turned around and put it into a security team and it was, but what I taught all my guys were customer service. Mm -hmm. Kind of weird to hear that in a security uh, team. Right, right, right. Yeah, the yeah. proper way but to do it. But when you're dealing with that clientele, it ha it has to be. You, you you have guys come up to you and say, hey, I want to be on the team. Well, okay, let's see what your personality is. Like, what? Right. I can fight? No, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah, not when you're you got to be able to get your principal out of there without having to worry about fighting. Right. And that's a big deal. So learning all that, we, we gained a great reputation. And between those big bands, I mean, you got the Rolling Stones, you got the Eagles, you got Pink Floyd, you got these guys that have come into Toronto, mm -hmm. and they rely on that. You know, and that's that's a big, that's a big job. Yeah. And then we had the richest man in the world at one point in time, Bill Gates, who never yeah. wanted security, never yeah. even wanted to know that security was around him. Mm -hmm. Wow. But I was hired out from a guy from Carrollton, Texas. He's uh, he's passed now, but uh, a guy named Kevin Malott hired me, at Race Enterprises, to do security for Bill Gates. So that, that was all in Toronto, though. I was in Toronto, and, and because of him, mm -hmm. he knew I was coming into the States. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was getting married to a Jersey girl at the time, mm -hmm. making the move, and he found that out. He says, I got a job in Washington for you if you, if you make it. Mm -hmm. I got my green card probably <laughs> the week prior. Oh, wow. And I called him. I said, I got it. And I went down <laughs> to Newark, New Jersey, stood in line like everybody else does at 5 a.m., mm -hmm. Now that and had to be a process because I mean that that's, a, that's a massive process. Listen, I had to pay. I paid twice out of from the border. I paid twice just to get try to get my papers, and it, the easiest way was when you got married to somebody. Listen, I wasn't making looking to make the move. Mm -hmm. I just said I'll make the move. It's easier. I didn't care. I would have stayed in Canada for you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I made the move, <laughs> and then knowing I had this opportunity going to, down to Newark and standing in line. Whew, that was something. That was an experience because you see people. And that was your first time crossing all, crossing the border. No, that was that. You know what? The problem was nobody knew. <laughs> Everywhere I went, nobody had all the answers uh -huh. on how to get this done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, I went straight blind. to Newark and just, hey, we're gonna do this. We're gonna go in. But you see people sitting there, different, all different types of people yeah. sitting there with their pictures, trying to prove that this marriage is real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But we, I mean, that was not the issue. It's like on construction paper. But grants. he told me, he says, "You get this," and I, I called him. I said, "I got it." He goes, "Great, you'll be my second in command of this detail." 
and we were subcontracted out by Secret Service, did a couple of the, the president, vice president's um, couple uh, visits. They had a big thing called the White House Travel and Tourism Conference. Mm-hmm. It was on Sheridan on the Hill where they had a lot of CEOs from all the big travel companies, all senators, governors, all these people there. I've never seen 1,500 people push close to the stage, whether Republican or Democrat, didn't matter who you were, you wanted to you wanted to shake the president's hand. Yeah, yeah. And that was Clinton and Gore at the time. Wow. So and they came separately, and I'm here by his hand going, and it was it was a hell of an experience. I bet. You know, and from that, I stayed in Washington back hey, and just, forth. Just how close were you with Clinton? Did you <laughs> <laughs> did you know my hey, 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 If you've been following me, if you've been following me, you know I don't spill any secrets. Uh, <laughs> of course not. Confidentiality like, is everything. Did, with did me. you know Monica at least? Was she your <laughs> homegirl? That's why he's still in the business because yeah. he's not going to talk about right. that. Yeah, exactly. You're absolutely. So right. when you so when you came over, so basically it, it was what you were doing even in Toronto. That's armed security. Like no, tactical? actually, it wasn't. You're not no. allowed to be armed in Canada. Oh, yeah, can't be right. armed. Oh, I mean, right. I even I even oh, help wow. teach some of the police with they call them extendables in their asps, where you extend it. And I had all my guys carrying those, so just in case. Yeah, I've seen those before. Those are kind of wicked. Yeah, it's little harder little. than a crowbar, yeah. basically, when you get hit by it. So, so is it no? Canada's no guns, no like guns. Australia. We were licensed with the OPP, which is like the, here are the NHP. Yeah, we were licensed with them. Um, but so when you came over to do like the white house type of detail, <laughs> did you have to, get... I can't get into that right now, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm licensed carry concealed and everything. So it's great. So, okay. <laughs> so we'll then, leave it at that. So then how did you get from there over to Vegas? So I was in Atlantic city. I ended up, uh, because of that was my background learning about the casino business. My father, uh, passed a few years ago when I was eight years old, I came down to Vegas first time Las Vegas Hilton. You know, uh, he was a gambler, just a junkie. And, and the Hilton, just to be sure, that was it's Westgate. Uh, Westgate. Now? Westgate. It's Westgate yeah. now. Yep. And gotcha. I worked at uh, Westgate at one point in time, like, okay. for the Hilton. So, yep. but I came down when I was eight years old, and got to experience the VIP lifestyle because he was a junket player. And back then, you could have a ten thousand dollar, five thousand dollar credit line, and you were a big player. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I did what, what is junket? Junket is just like. Um, you have, you have independent reps now. They call them more independent reps, which is an independent host that doesn't okay. work for the casino directly. They work for a bunch of casinos. Got and it. they'll bring mm. a bunch of people in that are all gamblers, and the casino will, will offer them to, to bring them in. Gotcha. Wow. And they pay you to bring them in. I need that job. <laughs> You'd be great at that job. Yeah, that, you got the personality. That, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a fun job. <laughs> so it was good. Yeah. It, was, it was great. So because I had done that, I had some connections in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Atlantic City opened up for me. Uh, I worked at one place for about six months, and then they were putting this whole new department together at, at Harris. So I went over there. We were just killing it. I sent out a letter to 1,100 people. I got about 700 in <laughs> from wow. 1,100. Wow. It was crazy. We were that, it. So this was Harris has kind of always been the, the, the spot in, in Atlantic City. It was. It was, cool a, after it was, dark a, it was a cool stuff, back yeah. then, but uh, I mean, I had New York guys. I had everybody coming in. Like When the guy can lose... Couple hundred thousand, and they shake your hand and say, "Thanks, Rich. I had a great time." Like, yeah. like how do what? you say that? <laughs> yeah. how do you, how do you say that? It's all relative. It's like us losing two hundred. You know, right, 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 right. It's all yeah. relative. But I was there for about a year, and then I got fired. I got fired from this place. I'm like, what? And I realized they were trying to disband the department mm-hmm. because we we're all making too much money. Oh wow! And they, it was just very common it was here a sweet deal. and there. Yeah. And I saw a little ad. Little ad that was like a two two line ad that said two executive hosts needed for a for a Las Vegas casino strip property. 
So I called. Mm-hmm. I, I sent it in. Yeah. A couple of weeks go by. I'm like, shit, I should have heard of something. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, I didn't. So I called and I found out, did all my due diligence, found out where yeah, it was. Yeah. And then sure enough, I, uh, I found, I called and I, I got this girl named Jamie Kellett. I mean, I owe my life to, in Vegas to she, this girl. She killed it? She, listen, she, she, killed, she killed it for me. Yeah. She, she listened. She, I said to her, "Listen, Jamie. I said I'm qualified for this job." She goes, oh, "Well, they're coming out in a couple of days. They've already got picked 19 people out of 250 applications that they're meeting with." I said, "Listen, can can you check to see if you got my resume there?" She goes, "It's not in the pile." She goes, "She called me back. Says it's not in the pile." And I said, "Listen, can I fax it to you right now?" She goes, why don't you do that? Fax it to me right now. I'll show it to the director. If he likes it, he'll put it in. She calls me back. She goes, he looked at it, put it in the pile. You're number 20. Wow. And it was the owner's son of the corporation, which was the Manly Bay Corporation. It was Circus Circus. They turned it into Manly Bay Corporation, the Ensign and Richardson family. Mm-hmm. And it was Bill Ensign. Came in with the director of marketing at the time. Wow. And we sat in a suite at Caesars for two and a half hours, just shooting the shit and having a great time. <laughs> I got a call. Three weeks later, I said, listen, he says, how, how would you like to come to Vegas? So I'd love to. He says, you're the only one we hired. Wow. I said, we pay my moving expenses. He says, yeah, I'll give you, a, I'll give you an allowance of 3,500. Okay. <laughs> on the way. <laughs> I get to Vegas. Way. So yeah. I get, I get to Vegas. I'm from Detroit. So I still would have got a U-Haul and everything. Yeah. I did get a U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Call my buddy down from yeah. Canada, Neil, yeah. and he yeah. came down and helped drive. So they I gave me, uh, they gave me a good deal. They gave me uh, uh, a 60. I was, I was, it was December 96 when I came down. So I was the youngest executive casino host in the city at that time. Yeah. And what, what, that was just Mandalay Bay or what, what I, properties I was, was Monte it? Carlo. That was Monte from Carlo. Monte Carlo. Okay. Wow. I love, Monte Carlo was great. Was I, love, I, I always loved the energy in there. It just had, it a was just set up perfectly. Yeah. The elevators were here. The front desk was here. All the, all the, the restaurants are on one side of the casino. It was just yeah, yeah. beautifully laid out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Bill Ensign, yeah, I got in, I, I started working the week of New Year's right after Christmas. Oh, wow. You? I was 27, 27 years old. And uh, I was working the party. Every single executive came up to me and says, man, you better work out. So what are you talking about? And then the GM came to me and says, yeah, Bill went out on a limb with you. I, I'm sure no one wanted to. They're like, this, what, what's this all, kid, kid from what's Atlantic this kid City going to do? do? You're yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. What's this 100%. kid going to do? And uh, <laughs> everybody said, "It's." I hope everything turns out well. And then later on, probably six months later, I get a call up to the office. And Bill Cleek, who was the director of marketing at the time and Bill Ensign is sitting right there in the office and he goes, you made, you F and made us look great. I'm like, see, I told you. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking you, I'm getting fired yeah, or something. Yeah. Hard drop said, for that. What, what are you worried about? I told you. But what I did, I said I was going to come to town and make a name for myself but keep my integrity along the way. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And I would go in an hour early and I was working a six to two shift. I would go in at five I wouldn't leave till four. So at that at that point, were they giving you clients to take care of? You weren't bringing in your yeah, own. I was they were bringing in clients. Oh, you were doing you were doing I was that as well. Clients, so when, but yeah. I got to meet them on the floor as well. Oh, okay, okay. So it's, it's like the split. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, you're building clients, lifetime clients. This got at that me point. in trouble though. Yeah. Because I'm sitting in a meeting one day, and you know I'll go up. I take care of people like no one, no, mm-hmm. no one else does, and I still do that. You know, I I I pride myself that way. Customer services has been lost in Vegas for a little while. There's only a few of us left that do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, 
it stands out when you do it. So you get more clients caught, because of caught it. Caught my attention. So, I mean, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. So at that time we're sitting in a meeting and, uh, I would go up and take care of other people's guests cause they weren't around. Right. They're, they're not the doing their job. Well, whether or not they're just not, in not pits or they're not yeah. there. Right. So I would take care of them while, you know, you get coded to people. Yeah. They look like you're Coding stepping on toes. Was, yeah, so yeah. I was yeah, a young yeah. guy and everybody was over 40 at the time. Yeah. yeah. So for they me, already don't like you. Yeah. yeah. So Bill walked in Bill, when Bill Anson walked in the room, it was like, everybody straightens up, you know, like this yeah. is the owner's son. I mean, he was one of the owners mm-hmm. and he says, listen, we're getting a lot of complaints from customers that hosts are not answering their phones. They're not taking care of their people. And if you don't start doing it, I'm going to fucking fire all of you. <laughs> And I'm let this young thoroughbred take care of everything. <laughs> so now I'm they like, really hate you. Now you now they, target on my back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I they went into his office after. So what are you doing? He says, well, they got to learn. You're, you're <laughs> taking care of everybody. Everybody wants you to be their host. And I know you can't do it, but you're doing a good job doing it. So it's so from that moment on, I was like, great, but it caused a lot of riffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, worked yeah. with a big Latin guy named Eddie Milan that was just... By the end of my contract, the three years, he didn't want me being there anymore. And he was like trying to... Get Anything to get you out? Oh, he threatened me while I was at work one time. We wanted to want to. Blow I was gonna say that's probably a, that was probably uh, a bad time to have oh, enemies. Yeah. So in when, Vegas you sent, too, when you yeah. sent the resume in, so you just had as far as like the casino experience, it was just from Atlantic City. No, because here's the thing. So we used to have charity casinos in Vegas, in, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Charity okay. casinos where you, nobody knew anything about casinos back then. Well, I had a business degree. I was going to college for business. You know. So for me, I just read a lot of books and I've been to, I've been to casinos around the world because of my dad, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so my parents, whenever they traveled, I went once a year or twice a year with them. So I got to see how casinos worked in the islands, in Vegas, so I, Atlantic City. So I got to do that. I also had the junket stuff that I did. Junkets are very powerful because Harris gave me their list of Ooh. all the people in Ontario to wow. put on planes and bring down. Whoa. So we did two planes, <laughs> we did two planes a month for a full year. And one wow. was one would be a day trip where you'd go down in the morning, come back at night. That mm-hmm. would be 50 people. Wow. Then we'd go down for oh, the to weekend Atlantic to Atlantic City oh, okay. from Toronto. Okay. And then we'd take a plane of 110 to 115 people on a Friday and come back on Sunday. Those are the, those are the big dogs. Those are, those are, yeah. well, you could also pay to go. You know? Oh, okay. So you it was so a lower player, but you got to pay for your trip. Well, that, right, a, right, lot right. Of, a lot of what you're saying, I feel like, and I mean, I don't know for sure, but when I came out here, I was seeing that a lot. I remember they would you know, do these, it was on a way lower level, but they would do these, we're going to bring San Diego to Vegas and they would send buses. Well, there's, and- a, there's a big host in town that's an independent guy, Steve Sear. He's like my mentor. He's a couple of years older than me. So that's why I say mentor. Where's he at? Yeah, <laughs> but he's, in a, he's independent. He's a independent. Independent. Yeah. You know, him, Mark Gord, big independent guys. Do you know uh, Joe Palazzolo? Yeah, Joe P. He's Joe, Joe, Joe P. Awesome. from today. Joe he's P. Detroit, man. Joe that's P's my awesome. guy. Him and his wife, they're great people. So, yeah. yes. This I worked is some, with him at Hard Rock back in the day. Yeah, so this is this is something that, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was speaking with Domo about, and I said, uh, you know, she didn't bring it up to you, but I was like, you know, Do- Donnie Rin. From Barry's, yeah. he's one of my good friends. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, wow. why, he's like, why would Small Richard world. believe that this old that. man? And I said, I've been hanging out with Donnie through Joe P. Joe P. Always because he Donnie's was like, the best. yeah, because Joe P. Was always like, you know, he he just he he became a really good friend of mine, and so he'd have people come to town, and he's like, hey man, you know these 
these people, I want you to, you know, hang with them. They don't hang like these people do in Vegas, but we want to put them with you. So I'm like, Donnie is like a very you odd match for get, me. But yeah, <laughs> you guys get along. Hey, hey, cowboy hat, you in the back, yeah, turn around. I'm like, yeah. I mean, awesome. I, I'm like, yeah, I, I we actually. Came to, we came, I told you, we came to the opening. Yeah. He invited us. Oh, yeah. 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 Joe, Joe P. actually. Yeah. I, I actually I haven't. I actually haven't talked to Joe P. in a while. But, yeah, he would. Joe, Joe P. You know, connected me with so many people. Trophy's you know. like that though. He's he's a good host. He was always good at his what he did. Yeah, you know he was like I us. put. I, that's what I put. I put you in the same category because the same attention that I caught with Joe P was the same kind of feel that I had with you. I'm like this guy's just you know. Again, I love Detroit people, but you know I just watched him and I'm see, I'm seeing him. I'm like this is just a good guy. Every year he's never changed. He's still same Joe P. Yeah. Same you know the people I feel like that he brings into my circle are I, just like him. You know, so I, that's what I did. I took yeah. one step further than all the hosts in the t in town. So the guy, the seer guy that you said, where? So Steve always took care of whales. Like he took care of Larry Flint, all the big guys. Wow. He's an independent guy. So anytime a documentary or, or, or a magazine would come to town, it would be either him or myself who they'd come to to talk to. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times to Steve, and then Steve would push it onto me, say, well, you want to do this with me? We also did stuff where we talked to the master's class for NYU Stern, uh, business, uh, business School, Stern Business School. Wow. We do that once a year. I get them for an hour. Steve does them for a little bit. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I did it with Cornell with him as well. Two major universities. You know, two yeah, major yeah, colleges. Yeah. So for us to be to, to be able to do something like that, I mean, I love that. That's big business for, like, you know, someone like a Vegas person to be, you know, a school wanting it's that different. to happen. It's, it's different. It's, and, that's, and that's what... Steve always had whales. He wrote a book. I wrote a book. We oh. always did something mm -hmm. similar. How big of a jump was that you know? for you? Like, I mean, I already know without even asking, but from coming from Atlantic City to Vegas, oh, it was awesome. That wasn't that? Was that a you massive know? leap? No, like, because it it wasn't. Because to me, I did it from Toronto to Atlantic City. That was the massive. Oh, uh, that's got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Definitely. for me, it wasn't that bad. You know, it was the only thing that happened within those first couple of years is that I got a divorce, and, I, and she went back. I, basically sent her back to Jersey. What, what age were you at that? I was probably, uh, it was probably 1999. So it was just a couple of years after we had gotten here. Okay. Kind you of had got, just, just one divorce. Yeah. I had one divorce. So okay. uh, was, was it caused by Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> he, didn't even think, he didn't even think about that one. Oh, yeah. Did you bring it? Was, did she come out here with you? Vegas? Yeah. But I think oh. that was another thing too. They, they always used to say, take a Jersey girl from Vegas. I mean, from uh, Jersey, mm -hmm. you can't take a girl out of Jersey you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, from yeah. there. So, yeah. but listen, it all worked out well. You know, um, I met a girl that became just my best friend and it was great. We had kids together and we got married and it was, it was great. She understood my job and taking care of beautiful women like Onyx here. What woman's going to put up with that? Right. Yeah. She's got to be pretty secure. Hey, I just heard you say, I heard one. you say kids. You have multiple. I have a daughter who's almost 17. She's 16 and a half. And your son? He's 15. He's a 15. big, he's bigger oh, than me. Teenagers. So, <laughs> that's, a, that's a baseball player? Yeah. 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 He's 6'1", 195, just turned 15 wow. in July. It's a big boy. Yeah, I see you get him and get him around all those pretty ring girls and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Dana. Dana does. <laughs> at, at the UFC events. Dana really treats him very So well. are both the children with the with the same yeah. mom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's and it, it's great. There's no arguments. We, have, we, we really don't fight about anything. There's no drama. There's no issues. I run from drama and issues, so it's great. And my job, 
That's probably how that. I. Uh, how do you, how do you feel about that raising raising kids in Vegas, uh, especially you being around that side of the industry? Think about it. If you live in certain areas, so I live up in Summerlin, mm-hmm. basically right around the corner from Gorman. So for me. You're not it's in not Vegas. Like I'm in Vegas. Yeah, that's what From I, my balcony, I think. I see the strip, and it's way over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I drive in, it's the adult playground. Yeah. When I drive out, You're I'm a family man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my 100%. phone doesn't turn off. I'm always on my phone. Yeah. But my escape now is going to baseball games. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. taking him to the baseball game. I don't care if I work till two o'clock in the morning. I'll have him on the field by seven a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just that's my escape now. I'm mm-hmm. older now. I used to joke with my wife and say, my phone used to be full of pretty girls. Now it's full of dogs and kids. You know, like, <laughs> that's it. I mean, oh but it's, it's fun. You know, it's, yeah. it's, how about it's the, good break? Good break. How many in, uh, in gray the... hairs have, has your daughter given you? Yeah. When she was 13, it basically was the worst. <laughs> when they turned 13, anybody that has a daughter and they're going to be 13 anytime soon, you got to threaten them a couple of times because they think they know everything. Oh, <laughs> they want to run. Yeah. They, see, here's the problem. And, and parents out there, I'm going to tell you this, <laughs> tell your 13 year old when they say they want to run away, take their iPhone away from them, take their iPad away from them, take everything away from them. Say you're going to go drop them off in the park. And that fat old man in a a white van that's driving around at two o'clock in the morning looking for little girls is going to take you. And I, and I got hard on her because I've seen it. I've been around that working for the government for certain amount of years. You see stuff like that. Right. Yep. And it's bad out there. So when you see stuff like that, it's terrible. I, said, I mean, you could probably gone. stop it just taking the phone away. I feel like once, no, once they, the phone they, the they don't realize that when you leave, you don't get nothing. You yeah. don't have anything. You don't right. have a support system anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Listen, they they learn. They're just, we were all that way. Right. Yeah. Right. We we're all it's bad. Inter- we isn't all... it interesting he said that? So I have a 17-year-old and, you know, he goes to Coronado. And again, just at some point over this last couple of years, he... Went from athlete and great kid over into now. His he's like focus. true now. He, well, no. He's became, it, it's really difficult because he's became really engulfed in weep. And that's all he thinks about. That's all he does. Uh, it, it's a, it's a really weird problem. And it's crazy that what you said, because my sister, she still lives in Michigan. And she's like, listen, you need to fucking take his phone, everything. Everything that is important, you need to take it. And it's, you know, like I'm in this stage where I'm just like, I mean, shit, I was doing worse than weed. Like, 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 he's cool. He's good. I'm like, maybe, but I'm just like, you know, I'm like, how do you, he's been such a good kid. It's like, I'm like, I can't step in. And, you know, I'm like, when I was that age, you know, my mom and dad kicked my ass. And and that's how I learned. Do that these days. (laughs) And I said, now at his age, it's like, I want to strangle him. But then I'm like, you know, I just, I don't know what to do. And, you know, my sister's like, you have to strip them of everything. Yeah. And Unfortunately. Then, yeah. And then, so <laughs> and I just. So, and, and the influences around him too. What he uh, surrounds himself with is a big deal. Well, and, and that's what's crazy is, you know, I have, I, I have a really good relationship with his mom. And, uh, of course, he relates to Domo because she smokes weed. So he feels like that's, that's his weed buddy. So he'll, he might be well, the one to get through to him. <laughs> this is not that the right thing to that do. That can either be a good thing or, yeah, as they're smoking. Oh, see, when he gets in trouble, then I'm really the one that he hits up. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that's good, though. At least he's got somebody you can trust to go to. Yeah, it's better than one of these friends that, yes, that, that That's actually bad. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Me, and my, me, and his, uh, me and his mom, you know, we, we've always gotten along really good and She's just like, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do with him. You know, she's like, it's just, he's out of control. 
And then I look at his friends, you know, like you said, the circle of people, and they're just like little dorks. And I'm like, I'm like you know, I don't even know the if they're. Well, yeah, I'm like, I don't he know. Said, he has these older friends from the football. Yeah. Football so, team. But I'm just like, you know, and that really scared me because I just didn't know about raising kids in Vegas, you know, because his mom would always say, hey, you know, by the time he gets to eighth grade, I'm going to move over to California or just get him in a good school. But. You know, I know over there at Bishop Gorman, you know, that's that's the spot, you know, and I, you know, had They're strict had I had I had did it over again. That's exactly where he would be. But I didn't expect him, you know, to be here that long. I thought, you know, that they were going to shift over. And, you know, because I grew up in a town, you know, the football games, the baseball, yeah. like you said, that's everything. And here in Vegas, you know, like from what I've seen with his people, it's just like they're they're not really that interested. These kids out here, they're. Miles the whole road. culture has changed. I mean, everything's changed. But I got an idea. Why don't you, if they're the football guys, why don't you just send her over in a nice tiny little outfit? <laughs> so listen, oh, if you want to know, yeah, if you yeah, want to no. know me and you want to be friends oh, with me, yeah. make sure he's not. Idiots always try to smoke with me. <laughs> Good, they can smoke with you, but he's not allowed. Oh, you yeah. tell them you're not allowed to smoke. He's gonna hate her Go in a couple of weeks. Yeah, they, they won't even know it came they, through they, you. Yeah. There was one time they were like, you. Yeah, can you hit this bong? And I, I just did it real fast. And they were like, whoa. <laughs> you have more power than you think. Right? <laughs> no, I know. I Well, I tried talking to him about a haircut, like making it look presentable. And oh my God, I nearly got annihilated. Yeah, he's just in a, he's in a phase, like this stoner phase. And like I said, I've never been a stoner, not really a weed smoker, but I'm just like, I don't get it. Is he doing anything wrong though? Uh, no, actually, he's not. Is he just, yeah, is he the just, little, is he just the, smoking the weed? Weird so, well, that's why I said we don't. I, no, I, yeah, I've seen some he stuff. He does these of, little weird things, but no, actually, remember he got ha, into music, so yeah. he's, he's recording. Why don't you listen? Stuff. You're a pro at that. Hey, why don't you I, get him into that and I, get his I had, off of weed so much? We, yeah, we had him on the ball. He was actually going to work on our show with us. It took me a lot to, you know, the our contact over at shade 45 they're like oh you can't have somebody that age with you guys and you know he he's a 17 year old and a 25 year old's body sure, because yeah. he, he toured the world with us grew up fast know? grew yeah. up fast and yeah. so uh it's yeah it's just a it's Listen, a really it could be worse it could be a lot worse so it's not well, that, well that's, that that's why i had to go that because i'm like i have i have now i have a young daughter and i'm like oh my god i can't even imagine <laughs> <laughs> like what a girl's gonna. But I was gonna say that's gonna be a whole different uh, world for you. It's my like daughter, you my daughter loves working. Me. I got her into greens and proteins. My buddy Greg, Ooh, yeah, owns them. You know, it's oh, yeah, greens yeah, and proteins. So Greg got her in at fifteen. Yeah. You know, is Greg the guy? Does he, he had black hair? Like he'd slick it back. Or yeah, what? he used to run Pure Nightclub for the longest time. See, that's Whoa, I because I remember. I think was that greens and Caesars. Greens, yeah, greens and proteins. Was that the first location on Eastern? There was. I don't know where the first one was but she worked up in some yeah i want to say because oh, he was right. in there he was yeah, he's in always, there he, he was listen, he works his ass off he was place, on so. it, man. Yeah, but he no. gave her a job and she made some good money and she loved making money yep must be like her dad but yeah, yeah. i was gonna say i wonder yeah. where it comes but from she, she liked making money so she saw that and i said look if you want to have a car one day you gotta you gotta make money i'm not gonna buy it for you my parents no, i work for my money you gotta work for it so she does and then she quit there and she went into Panera and she's doing the things, you know, and trying to get into something else. You know, I, she I was, gets it. I, I had a sandwich job in high school. Well, what were you? Listen. I was at Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that place go? <laughs> <laughs> they're still around. Actually, they're in the airport. 
saw them. I just didn't have time to get a sandwich. Is there a Quiznos, Richard, in Las Vegas? Because I don't remember. There is. You better find the spots. Yeah. They're not as common as before. So you know how to make us a sandwich, though? Uh, yeah, actually, oh, I was. So yeah, well, I was a, <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. sandwich. Wow! Oh, so you got the lead. Listen, my first job was besides a newspaper route. It was a pizza maker. I, actually, you yeah, know what was funny was I got hired at this Quiznos, and then the bitches, the other girls, didn't like me, and they they're trained, the bitches. They, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> bitches. Yeah. And they trained me wrong, right? And then, <laughs> and then they made this schedule, and it was like I they fired me because they had put me down for a day, and I was like. No, no, no. I put my availability because I did cheer and gymnastics. And I was oh, like, there you go right there, and then I was cheerleader. like, you know what? Yeah, I, I was like, like I'm going <laughs> to take you guys to the EDD board for wrongfully terminating me. <laughs> Sounds then, about right. And, oh, then, boy. And, then, and then the guy was like, How okay, hold on. That? He's like, I got this I got this other quiz nose that you could okay. work at. Yeah. So, just put her at a quiz nose yeah. with a bunch of guys. You got to throw that out there. Hey, didn't you say you worked at a GameStop too? That kind of makes me. Yeah, and then from games, well, I always kept the job but i always looked for other jobs so like i worked at quizno i re- i had two quizno jobs and then i worked at gamestop and then it's a random job. hey can you imagine those little gamers in there the manager, <laughs> so i finally Did you let all those connections with the gamers oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. they're, they're probably yeah. successful people yeah. yeah they're probably the ones supporting her too I used, yeah. to, I, I used to smoke weed with my boss and then he made me a manager and oh those little nerds they did not like it they did not <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so then, uh, so you didn't go into security out here? No, I, w- I was done with it. At, you know, I, you know, once you get a little bit older, you get done with a lot of things. Well, how do you yeah. top working with the president? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, always, my claim to fame, I always joke around with, I say, protect the president, vice president of the United States, the richest man in the world, and Superman. Because back in the day, Dean Kane came oh, wow. to oh, Toronto wow. and... And the, one of my guys had to go take care of him. I said, let me take care of him. I said, I like, I like the guy and I want to get. And to this day, Dean and I are friends. Oh, wow. And I had to remind him. From, back. from that one So from that, that one time experience? that I took care of him, I reminded him when he came into the Monte Carlo and we got to say hi. Um, I reminded him of that. He goes, that was you? Holy <laughs> jeez. He says, that was a while ago. I said, yeah, that was a long time ago. So Dean Kane was second Superman, right? He was Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. That was yeah, the TV yeah. series that ran. The TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. He also, he was, where was he the quarterback at? I know he played. Oh yeah, I don't college I football. Remember. I want to say it was UCLA. That's why it's on my mind. Really? But you remember the Dean Kane? But he was. A, he's always been an athlete. He's always yeah. he's in great shape now. He's 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 a good. Got guy. a picture of him, Hugh. Dean Kane. Did he do other stuff outside of Superman? Or that was probably a yeah. Woman. No, he did other stuff. He did yeah. some movies. He did other stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, he stayed relevant for a while. Yeah, people still know who he is. So, so how did you get from the, over at the Monte Carlo over to the Hard Rock? Well, <laughs> funny thing was Matt he played Kane, football at Princeton. Princeton, holy cow! So coming in, being at Monte Carlo for three years, near the end of it, I had uh, remember the movie Rounders, mm-hmm. Led Norton and Matt Damon. Of course. Yep. So I had a guy, the wise guy Johnny <laughs> Johnny mm-hmm. Marinacci, who they named the judge after. He was the advisor on that for poker. He says, listen, I got Matt Damon and Norton and some of the producers coming in. Do you want to have them for dinner? I said, yeah. I said, absolutely. And this is where I started doing the buzz stuff, realizing, wait a second, I could have a couple big actors in here. Why don't I take care of their dinner? 
get them a couple of pictures and mm-hmm. see what we can do in the press. This is now this, this I mean at that point what there was no big no social, social media. media. Nope. I mean I think, know, about, think about how easy that would have been for you in social media. Well, yeah, so think about this. You have guys that are big celebrities walking through your place, right? Mm-hmm. We forget. We we you being in Detroit, you know, being around the world wherever you've been, you might run into celebrities being in New York, LA, living in Vegas, Detroit. We forget about the rest of the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they don't, they don't, yeah, they don't. They see a news reporter, they think it's a big deal. Yep, you know? yep, like, yep, yep. Anybody Someone that's on the radio, got some kind some, of fame to them. Right, right, I, right. I said in Detroit one time. So I would say, you know, to be out here now and to see like these Tiestos and Calvin Harris's almost every week, Tiesto came to Detroit one time. So you weren't going to miss that show ever. Yeah. It, it was huge stardom. For yeah, here you're like, he's here four times this yeah. week. And then, <laughs> and, and, good. And, but everybody jokes around with me sometimes and said, Oh, you have a D-list actor. You have this. You have that. You know what? I don't give a shit. To, to someone in this some other city? Fan base, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take care of them. Yeah. Because I know their fan base loves seeing them. Yep. And we Means forget the about the rest of the world. There's millions of people watching their shows, yeah. reality shows and things like that. So I don't care. But I give them an es- I give them their escape in Vegas, yeah. that, a trusted escape. So we play off each other that way. And they don't have to worry about it. And by the time I release any press, it's a picture they've taken with either the owner or, the, or Chef Barry down at Barry's. You know, yeah, yeah. They've taken that picture. They're okay with it because they just had the best meal. Right. They just they oh just, yeah yeah they just met a casino that. owner yeah. by his own bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is cool. <laughs> to Those them, that's that's the, another you know they that's say to them. them. Yeah, exactly. And I made it's it. I made it happen. Yeah. And I made yeah. that happen. Yeah. So that picture after they leave, we'll release it. Well, that's why I mean it's funny because it's it's just like I said when I was explaining to these guys, they're like, you know, they're like, who who's Richard? I'm like, I don't know, but this guy gets these people <laughs> downtown. I'm like, that's why I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know how to describe it, but I'm like, I'm very vigilant with people and what they're doing, and I'm like, you know, and they're going down there, and you can see they're legitimately having a good time. You know, those, I, those aren't they're fake friends. Pit, they're yeah, friends. They're they become friends pictures. of mine. I build. That's what I'm great at doing. Well, it's a reputation too. If they, if, if you've dealt with one of their friends before, they yes. know they're in the right hands. They're, but if you build a relationship with somebody, I want to be able to call them friends. You know, yeah. I don't yeah. want to. I'm not there to get anything from them. They need me. I need them. So I'm like, okay, let's be friends. Let's work it out together. You need you need a good connection, Vegas. I'm I'm it. Mm-hmm. And when I worked at the Hard Rocks, I did two tours there. Mm-hmm. You know, I said I did 2000, 2003, and then 2007 to 11. Mm-hmm. When I did that, I mean, you had listen. We had a big thing that happened there where Rihanna wanted to throw Katy Perry's bachelorette party for two wow. months. Oh. Who was Katy Perry? Was that when she was marrying Russell, Russell Brandt? Brandt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they oh. needed a place to come. Now, I've taken care of Rihanna a few times, mm-hmm. and she would only bring one security guy because they knew they had they me do, there. Right, right. So I made it very easy for them. So she called, they call me, and they say, hey, we want to do this thing at the Hard Rock, but we don't want anybody to know. Only two of her people knew. And only my president knew. Wow. And then that was it. The journalists, everybody's calling. Where where are we doing this? Where are we where are we where are we gonna be where are they coming? Are they coming to see Richard? Are they doing it in our, no, we don't know what's happening. Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> and then when they call me, I'm like, I think they're going to Disney World or something. They're going something with do with Disney characters or something like that. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. throw just, it just right complete off. opposite. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. what happened was that that night before is when Russell Brandt got into trouble at the airport with that up the skirt with one of the, the photographers, the paparazzi trying to get an up the skirt of Katy Perry, mm-hmm. and he pushed him yeah, and, yeah. and all that, yeah. and he ended up in jail. Well, oh, he bailed wow. out. He bailed out that night, got on a plane, and they came to me. <laughs> and I put them up I put him up in the Hard Rock the night before. Mm-hmm. 
And they wanted to go to SW for steak. I said, look, I don't have any control over that. I don't even know the security over there. Yeah. So I just got on the phone, did what I did. I called the head of security, said, I'm so-and-so. I have so-and-so coming in. Can you get him in the back? Yep, no problem, Rich. And gained a friendship there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. That, that's they a forever connection, too. About, yeah, it's yeah. big that way. And yeah, I know how to do that. That's awesome. Right. Next day, Russell leaves. Rihanna comes in. They spend all day by the pool. I put them in dinner. And then they go to, the, to I think, um, Raw. I think mm -hmm. they went and saw Raw. Oh, and man, was it, was that, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then the next day, they yeah, leave. That was crazy. And yeah. that was it. And the deal was, I took care of everything for them. And they just, one of the regrets I didn't get was a picture the, with the two of them. Uh, <laughs> that's, because that's they a, were just having so much one. fun. And yeah, I didn't want to take a picture when they're not right. looking their best or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Katie Katie says, one of the best hosts I've ever had. <laughs> so she signed a, a, a book cover and whatever. But I've got tons of pictures with Rihanna. She, she always went out of her way to meet the president's kids and do wow. things like that. She That's was awesome. awesome. Yeah, she was a real good person to me. So big points for you there when when, yeah. when those type of people are. But you, yes. but but you know, you you trusted, you yeah. trusted the process, and you knew you were safe. Justin Timberlake would come in. He knew he was safe. He knew there wasn't anybody. Somebody took a picture of him actually in Peacock Lounge. And you know how Peacock where was, was that set at? Up. What was Pe where Peacock was, was Hard Rock. Hard Rock. And mm -hmm. somebody went like this and snapped the picture. Well, I can't control that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't control that. And that he says, what, where did this come from? I said, well, you can tell it's far away and it just barely got you in between people. So that was somebody that's yes. probably selling a picture for a hundred bucks at TMZ. Right. Right. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? so, but we listen with everybody that came through there, we always made sure we did it right. You know, we hid people out there sometimes mm -hmm. when they came into town and nobody knew they were there, yeah. you know? So that's how the hard rock was. You know, you would have Tony Romo dating Jessica Simpson at the time. Ooh, I had to oh, handle yeah, that. I remember that. <laughs> you know? And I, I had to do things. I even helped Jessica get a plane back to LA, you know, a private jet, you know? So things like that. I mean, you're kind of like the fixer or you're kind of the person that they trust. It, 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 goes, it goes well beyond um, some dinner and, and yeah. gambling at a yeah. casino. But that's how I mean, it like starts. Yeah, that's yeah. how it starts. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's they, come in, they come in, they go to dinner. You know, you, you listen, you were there. You were with a soprano for Pete's yeah. sakes, right? <laughs> so you saw the VIP treatment and how I treated them. But we're friends. We go back to the soprano days. You know, yeah. I took care of all of them, the, the main characters, you know, for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So when he came in, I introduced him to a friend of mine. Now... You know, that's it. And now she, <laughs> she got to see the VIP style, yeah, the lifestyle that, that I create for these people, right, when they come to Vegas. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole point. Mm -hmm. Because I know, listen, between you guys and you, you know, you guys have friends that are, are famous. They're going to come to Vegas. They're going to need somebody at one point in time, too. Yeah. They've got you. Oh, I already but when you want to come to business, yeah. you want to come to dinner, and somebody comes in, well, you that, know. That's why I said, I mean, just from traveling the world and stuff, and I see a lot of pictures I understand what a three second here, I'm taking a picture and turning a walk away. Yeah. Taking a picture that, with a friend. I, I, I know what that looks like. Yeah. And so like one thing I can say that I've seen, you know, on your social media, those are all, you know, like legitimate they're friends yeah. that are authentic. They're, they're not just doing a quick hug picture and moving on. And I mean, I can see it in the picture. So I, so I know, have you, had, did you ever, so in the time being out here, did you ever have a party phase? No, so I don't drink. No, well, what I was going to never had a taste for alcohol. Have. Never, never have. That was my next no, question. Never smoked. Never did drugs. So what? Um, what? Where did that come from? Was there? Was there something that made made you never want to? I always do that? wanted to be. In, I always had to you be. Canadians in control. are crazy. So here, here's the thing that I, 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 <laughs> I, I always joke around about yeah. this. I said, you know, for how I grew up and learning how to fight and knowing all those things and being trained by, 
certain people, you know, you could kill somebody. Yeah, it's almost scary you know? to, to, to so have So if that. I was drunk, I always joked around and said I could have killed somebody or I could have had babies with a multiple multiple women because I would have lost all responsibility. Both, both just yeah. as dangerous. You know? yeah, both are yeah. just as dangerous. I, would have, I was always responsible, you know, and, and I wouldn't have been. If yeah. I was drinking, I probably wouldn't have been. So I probably would not be in Vegas today mm-hmm. because of it. So That's, I'm glad I didn't do it. Yeah. yeah, Domo tipped me off to that, but, I mean, that was something I didn't even have to ask because I just, you just know you can't be at that level. And, and do that and it was kind of like what you were saying technically you know, i was the one having the dreams i've uh yeah <laughs> sure i've uh he's handling him pretty well <laughs> she was doing a good job she's, she's drinking enough for both of us you okay handle. can you yeah. drive yeah yeah we'll just stay a little longer okay here's some water <laughs> uh but you cut yourself off at the right time too so you could drive so that was no cool. she, she's actually of the of the people i'm around that's what i said i'm like she's very responsible on the drinking and smoking i don't know but on the drinking, she's pretty. She's a, I'll tell you, she's an impressive businesswoman. That's what yeah. attracts me to what, when we followed each other on Instagram, after we followed each other, was like, yep. it was good because she was business. And that's, I liked that. That's when I, when I met her. Yeah, we were yeah. <laughs> and, she's, and now I know she's great to hang out with with clients because. You can trust her to, to, yeah, to, to hold you know, her own. Yeah, 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 she said that to me. And I said, you know, it's just like when you came even these older hosts, I've seen so many hosts, you know, even younger guys, it's a dream job, but they blow it for themselves. Yeah. They get yeah. on drugs, they start drinking. You know, these older people, they probably got so complacent when you came out here at a young age that they just start sloughing off or they're, they're just making. Listen, I had a lot of opportunities to screw up too. <laughs> yeah. I'm not perfect. Oh, either, no. But at the I, same I, time, I, I remembered my responsibility was my job. Yes. My job, listen, it's not worth what you pay me a year to do something stupid yes and jeopardize my family and jeopardize my life that's ridiculous you know and i'm not going to do that so for me my responsibility my job i've worked for this owner derek stevens for 10 years now coming up in january Mm -hmm. for me the trust factor is a big deal Mm -hmm. i know he trusts me i'm not going to do anything that's not in the best interest of the company and i'm going to watch out too since i don't drink Yes. If anything's being screwed around yeah. the property as well. Right. Yeah. So I'm always going to watch out. And I'm the guy that's sober all the time. I'm probably, <laughs> I, I was going to say, just yeah. from you being here in Vegas, I always say, I'm like, it, it's almost a tie between the Canadians and the Australians for the craziest partiers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Listen, Canadians can drink, especially the hockey players. Okay? Hey, that's <laughs> what, I don't, I don't know drink. if you know him, but one of my best friends, shout out to Dustin Penner. He played, I think he played for Edmonton, the Kings. He's won a couple Stanley. Uh, but he's from he's from uh, Canada and he, he and, love, he, can, and he can probably drink. Listen, oh. <laughs> Canadian hockey players are the best. They can yeah. drink and they go the table show up and, and not even act like they're drunk. He yeah, could, yeah, yeah, he could drink and fucking analyze you like all in one, <laughs> one second, and then and then don't even tell him your star sign. He'll go all up in there. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. So, so um, oh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say uh, pushing along. Um, want to get definitely make sure we focus on on the circa and the d um so circa is the the first new build in in vegas for for a long time yeah it's Um, actually since 19 1978 i believe or 76 somewhere around there it's the first location is is crazy for downtown from ground up Mm -hmm. it's the Mm -hmm. first building first casino hotel built from ground up since the 70s so there was nothing there in its place it wasn't a no it, it was las vegas club Here's something very interesting about Derek Stevens, okay? This guy's in the automotive business. 
that's what comes I to Vegas heard. 2000. It probably was coming to Vegas all the time for the old fights at Caesars, all that stuff, mm -hmm. right? Walks in 2007, I believe, 2008 and Golden Gate. I'm getting old, so I'm forgetting dates now. But he walks into the Golden Gate, flip-flops, T-shirt, and shorts. And he'll tell you this story. He says, man, this place is cool. I want to buy it. <laughs> gets on the phone to the operator and says, can you get the owner on the phone? They thought it was a joke. The owner actually got on the phone. He bought a percentage into it, and then before you knew it, he owned the whole place. Golden Gate, which a lot of people don't realize, is the oldest casino hotel in Las Vegas. Real quick, is that, is, that where the, is that where the Glitter Gulch was? Or? Glitter Gulch was to... Uh, <laughs> hey, I shouldn't even know about that place. The gl Glitter Gulch was something that had to be knocked down for Circa's footprint. Got it. So that yeah, was, was part of it. Was yes. that part of Golden That's Gate? That's why um, Vegas Vicky is sitting in our Vegas Vicky bar now, right above bar Barry's. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Derek took that and re re refurbished it and put it up there, and it's gorgeous. So did, did Derek uh, – yeah, I love it. I don't, I don't know a whole lot about him. I, I'm just a big fan because he's, he's from Detroit. I know he took a little heat because he called the casino the D, but he wasn't doing a lot of the no, D I stuff. Listen, what you, okay, so let me, let me, let me talk to him. So the D is basically yeah. for Detroit for downtown and for Derek. That's what we always said, okay? Oh, wow. yeah. When you have people come from Detroit, now listen, we're only three hours from Toronto, from Detroit, right? So I've been to Detroit. Hey, we've been to Windsor. Okay. <laughs> 18 years old. I almost old. worked there, actually. 18 years old. We're still right that casino there. Yeah. So here's the thing. When people came from Detroit and said, well, this isn't like Detroit, what do you want? You want it to be a slum? You want it to be <laughs> dirty? Uh, Ford dealership and, 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 and some listen, homeless people? We brought ACI, which is great. It's right from Detroit. Right, American Coney Island. Yep, awesome. Right, uh -huh. I would have chose Lafayette, but shout out to American. Yeah. American Coney Island is the best. <laughs> they now have Victory Burger and Wings in the yeah. Circuit. The dive. No, I've seen yeah. that. There, that's a lady owner, and I think uh, sister and brother. Sister and brother. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, and I met the. I want to say it was at the Kid Rock event. She was. So there. you be in Detroit from Detroit. Mm -hmm. You walk into the D. What do you want to see from Detroit? <laughs> I know, that's a, the whole point, uh, hey, it's honestly, owned by a guy yeah. from Michigan. So why not? That's, yeah. that's a good Everybody thing. There's like, a big D on the building. Everybody's yeah. like, why isn't, there a, why isn't there a picture? And why isn't there <laughs> this? But I'm like, you guys got the two best things. You got the Coney Island. And yeah. then you did, a lot of people don't know, Adi Amo. Andi, so Andi Amo. So the reason why I was at the D and I didn't see it as a bad thing was because they were opening Andi Amo as I was starting. Yeah, so just so you guys know, Adiamos was the shit in Detroit. What is it? It's just a, I like a it's an fine Italian. It's an Italian steakhouse, mm -hmm. but their zip sauce is a proprietary kind of ingredient. They won't tell you what it is, and this stuff is good. So, so, <laughs> so let me tell you something about that. What I was telling you, so I went with Domo, did a couple appearances on 8 Mile, and everybody was like, they didn't understand 8 Mile. And I said, it's just the suburbs <laughs> to downtown. Yep. And so basically it was like all strip clubs. And then I would tell her, I said, I, I was in a strip club seven days a week, but I'm not, I don't, I don't do lap dances. I don't. And she's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, it's the <laughs> best form of entertainment just to talk to these girls. I go, but besides the girls, they were all steakhouses. Oh, and yeah. so I, I, had said that, I, I had said that to you. I said, <laughs> no. They call it zip sauce. It's the sauce that you put the yep. steak in. And I'm like, it, <laughs> I think I said that to you before. And you're like, what's that? And I'm yeah. like, it's, it's like the prime rib stuff. You dip it. It's called zip sauce. Every strip club had it. Well, they had such a great reputation in, in Michigan. They were there. When massive. they came here, we built it up. So what I helped do was bring in all the celebrities. That's how I got all the WWE. So Bill Goldberg was in my wedding party. Oh, so wow. that was when my daughter was only six months old. You know, oh. so... It's a big deal. So I shoved the 32-ounce tomahawk steak in his hand, took a picture, 
put it in the press. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everybody from WWE started, hey, where'd you get that steak? Yeah. And I, I put it in Sasha and Bailey's hands, and they started oh. sword fighting with the 32 ounce. <laughs> and that was a big deal. You know, <laughs> every single WWE person that's basically out there, I've had in Nandiyama, and they held that 32 ounce. I think Titus O'Neil is the only one that actually held two because <laughs> wow. he's such a big guy. But yeah. just those little things. I mean, I ran into Stephanie McMahon backstage one time with my son. She goes, oh, you're the one feeding them all those steaks. I said, well, I'm waiting for you and Triple H to come. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I finally yeah, got her big. and her mother to bury. So that's awesome. Linda McMahon and Stephanie McMahon. Wow. Talk about business women that are powerful and, and just good people. Mm-hmm. And who's, awesome. their dad is, is it Vince, Vince McMahon. Vince. I mean, look at the businessman. Yeah. Look at the business he created. Yeah, I mean, wow. it's incredible. One of, the big, one of the biggest marketing companies in the world, if you look at it. Yeah. In every country recognizable everywhere. are you a wrestling fan i grew up with my my grandfather see that's i watched I Gil, bill goldberg and we're yeah. basically the same age that's what i was but you know i was in those days the macho mans and the hulk hogan i never got into it into it but you know it's 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 kind of the same form of entertainment but here in vegas you know i just really took you know what the biggest thing about it is what yeah. makes wwe is because they have fans that are two years old three years old yeah, yeah. to 70 years old yeah. We all big know. Demo. Yeah, it's yeah. a big demo. Yeah. And the way they get mobbed, Sasha Banks, when she comes in, she basically has to cover almost everything. And when she's walking out with me, even one of our security goes, bye, Sasha. <laughs> I went, that's, that's crazy. Because when they go through airports, mm-hmm. any airport a WWE star goes through, they get mobbed. Yeah. I bet. Because wow. you're getting mobbed by families. And then they yeah, 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 yeah. You're like the yeah, three generations of people are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They want you to do it. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. If you really think about it, like I didn't. So I've been to one, like one time we, we had a layover. And I remember I went, I don't know, w, WWE, what was it called? Was it WWF? Was the Jeez, uh, they had so much. Yeah, yeah, well, I, right? I, yeah. Went to, I went to one with my son's mom. And I'm sitting there. WCW in, back in the day when I met. Yeah, and I'm, I'm watching this. And I'm like, I know that this is acting, but I'm looking and I'm seeing, like you said, little kids, but then I'm seeing dads and they're into it as if it's a real <laughs> UFC fight. Listen, let me and stop. Like, but let me tell you something. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to tell you this right now. Everybody yeah. that says that's fake is bullshit. Okay. Because I'm going to yeah. tell you something. It could be a skit. It could be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. But at the same time, they're bleeding in there. Yeah. They're oh, hurting yeah. themselves in there. They're, they're acrobats. They're, they're, they're the top, top of the line athletes. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's okay. like a Cirque show. <laughs> How are you going to fake falling from the triple cage onto a guy on a, on a, on a, on a table? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're not faking anything. Yeah. There's yeah. no bag. You're not, yeah. you're not being a no. It's not a green man. screen. Yeah. No. The table's not so a green screen. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they are true athletes. Yeah. Their bodies take a beating. Oh, all yeah. for entertainment. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you see them in a cage, I don't care. You All you have to do is go once to a WWE match, mm-hmm. and you will be into it all. And you'll be screaming I would actually like to revisit that because I've only went to one. And like I said, it, it, to, to me, I, do you think that would kind of be the modern day, almost like reality show? Like people just attached to these characters? Like well, these, but, but that's the thing. Their character becomes them. Yeah. yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and it's just yeah. like soap opera people when they're out, 
soap opera people like fans go crazy right. yeah they're calling no, them by their, their name yeah well, you know I, I yeah that's something. their identity from there and then I, on out yeah. i watched yeah. like a vice land they did like a series on all these things and it was like even the relationships that were like intertwining like if the guy the other guys were you know looking at their ladies and um you know the hulk hogan and stuff like, but it's but they they developed from there turn into that person they turn it into everybody but wwe yeah. owns everything yeah. They own their lives until they get out. <laughs> so it's pretty. Yeah. It's a, it's a crazy mod model that they business model, but it's worked. Yeah. But they knew what they're doing in the beginning, and they, and that's what they did. And they created all these people. And if you're if they're smart, when they're done wrestling, they go into movies. They and some of them have, yes. and then they get you got it. Yeah, they take advantage of that fan rock. base. Why that not? fan base is insane. Hey. It's the biggest, could, uh, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Look, <laughs> well, look at the Rock. Rock's been the most successful out of anybody even in hollywood I yeah mean, that's, right. he's the biggest actor out there and i'll tell you nice guy we shared the same birthday actually it's pretty oh, cool really? yeah, it's, it's actually <laughs> what, pretty cool. what is your birthday may 2nd may 2nd so he's may 2nd my grandmother who's still alive uh, 95 years old she's the, yep yeah, she's may 2nd so it's like three of us that were <laughs> um, your dad is a tourist yeah yeah, yeah he was yeah. um so now, how did the women, because I see Kendra Lust and Sophie D was on your page. So that's, so that's the trust factor again. Now, listen, I, don't, I can honestly tell you this. If it's somebody that's been in the adult industry, I've never gone on and, and done my due diligence in the way of that. I will go on and do my due diligence in the way of Instagram, social okay. media. I don't want to see them naked. You know, I don't want to see them that way because that's not how I met them. Right. Hey, when, so for me, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because when when I met her, her just seeing that I was in the music business, she was. I started traveling around a little bit with her, and she was like, "How do you, how do you not know?" You don't, I'm like, "I don't know. I I, I wasn't a <laughs> porn person." And I'm like, "I'm not. I'm not the same way. I'm not yeah, a porn and person." I, and I'm like, "I know who Jenna Jameson I mean, is." And I, she's like, but I'm like, you guys probably had groupies and yeah. Well, that's what she stuff. said. And I was like, I was like, honestly. Everything we did MTV was very controlled days. and we weren't, we weren't out there seeking that. But I was like, I would have to ask her like, who, who are these popular people? Yep. And then I would take their picture and go try to find them at these conventions. <laughs> and a lot of times they didn't look like the person in the it's Like way off, that was way off. You know, but I, you know, and I mean, you guys, I mean, obviously being at the Hard Rock, you guys host it. Those so ABNs. that's, so that's yeah. something that I do as well. If yeah. I, so being down at the D. I had Tori Black come down and a couple of the girls when they were in for ABN Awards. Yeah. And I would get more press of them coming down to Andiamo and having dinner than they did at the ABNs because oh. I would do that. Yeah. So if there was something in town, I would grab them and bring them down, get them the press. That's good press. Right. Nothing to do with the adult world. Mm -hmm. And it gave them better, better reputation that way when they came to vegas not thinking everybody was thinking they're coming here to do all this right they came right, out to right. a nice restaurant they dressed up yeah, nice. yeah. it's completely it good. another world yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah but i still gave them the that outlet yeah. and get them away from hard rock where all their fans were going crazy right right, them, right? right so probably <laughs> help them get verified i need to do that yeah, <laughs> hey are you <laughs> do you have any plans of turning this beautiful pool into rehab one day no <laughs> you know that that is i need to go I was to say talk talk about stadium swimming for the for those that are uh haven't experienced it yet or seen it i mean it's insane to to see it it's just nuts foot screen i haven't done Sports the pool i haven't the done the pool oh, did, did six, i and year round pools, year round right year round 8 a.m till in the summertime in the winter time 10 p.m 11 p.m on the in the summertime six pools always 100 degrees so you guys we keep cool them down heated. in the summer yeah in the summer we try to cool it down a little bit but they're all like 
<laughs> they're all like jacuzzis basically because Ew. of the fact yeah. in a winter. That's what I've heard. You, uh-huh. So listen, we're from Detroit. Let's just use Detroit, for example. <laughs> you come in, you come in here how beautiful and you can't swim in Detroit in December, but nope. you can come here and swim with us. Why and at the same time, why do we that, hang out I, there? I know why I don't, because I don't go out, but I have, this has been on my list for a very long time. I've heard about it. I heard the pools were heated. I would, I actually would see pictures so on social media, like, what the hell are these people doing? Yeah, go? except for day beds, those day beds okay. that you see there, and cabanas, you have to basically go through somebody to get those. The day beds are super nice, too. They got safes in them. And you know, see those little right U-shaped, there. see those little U-shaped couches? Yeah. I'd have Floyd Mayweather come in there and sit there and grab something to eat and watch some sports sometimes, you know. People come in. We have owner's cabanas on each side. You see that, that big cabana on the right side? Over oh, there, yeah. we have another one. That yeah. can hold up to 40 people. Wow. It goes in too. So there's an inside. So listen. DJs all day as well, right? right, Yeah, but here's the beautiful thing. In the very beginning, we used to go to an eight o'clock meeting every Wednesday and for three years talking about Circa. All right. (laughs) And oh, you're talking about before 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 it opened. When we got to the pool, I kept telling Derek, Derek, I don't think this is going to work. You know, you can't just show sports that no women will come. Mm -hmm. You won't have any women out there said you need a dj or something yeah yeah, yeah. and he ended up ended up putting a dj out there but he here's the difference the but the dj that's it right yeah. there in but the yep, dj right there in the screen plays music but it's not a dj we go pay a million dollars to yeah. right? it's a dj right, right. that you get for a few thousand dollars and they'd come out and they just play good mixes yeah. yeah and while they do that the sports are on unless we have audio full audio right right and then they only play during game. commercials yeah and then jerk yeah. yeah you know yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. you've been yeah. there so super james here's the He's a tour DJ, but he's also was a DJ on the radio, and he DJs. But I don't know. If yeah, you, you know who, awesome. you know who yeah, Baby yeah, Bash is. No. You would you would know if you heard the song. He's a little bit old school, but uh, he's <laughs> Baby Bash's tour DJ. Shit okay, sugar, so, yeah. sugar, <laughs> how you get so fly? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah. That's, that's okay. Song, it's a Cali so. classic. Yeah. So this so this ends up yeah. working because you know everybody you combine wants the two to come they, yeah. You combine the two worlds, but at the same time. You get women, you get men, you get everybody. I'm you jealous. wouldn't believe how many sports better sports is there, women there are out there that love the sports. Yeah, uh, is there a sports book out there? No, but or we have, have to kios- go inside? so we have kiosks. Okay, out there. okay. We okay. have the best damn sports uh, app out there for circus sports. Okay, just everybody for, oh, wow. loves it. So you can just sit there and do it. You on can the app. sit there and do it on your app. Oh, you know, yeah. we let you even. Here's the beautiful thing about circus sports is that you only have to go up to the counter once, mm-hmm. introduce yourself, so they get to know you, get a player's card. We allowed you to bet basically what you'd bet on the counter, the same in the app. Oh, wow. Which is unheard of. Yeah. So, and we have the best service. You know, our guys that run the book are awesome. Jeff Benson, Matt, I mean, these guys are awesome. They know their stuff. And when you're out there, that's what you want. You Mm -hmm. want guys that know what they're doing in sports. And here's the big thing. That's our owner's baby. Yeah, he loves sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's so that his was a sports big, big deal for him. Yeah, that's why you yeah. got the biggest sports book in the world, yeah. also sitting in the casino. Yeah. I was gonna say the sports book's just as amazing. Sick. Yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah, that sells yeah, yeah. out all the time on on football Sundays. Yeah, you know, sitting in there and ordering food and watching. And games. there's a bar over right that looks overlooks hang, it. So we have an underhang. Mm-hmm. We have an overhang. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like three. It's basically three floors because that sits in the basement. The only thing that sits in our basement is the counter to the sports book and berries. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. We had to Got dig it. down underneath to get that. Yeah, that's yeah. why when you were calling, I, I wasn't there you getting go. your There's call. There's a sports book right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, look yeah. at that. I mean, it's sick, and it doesn't do it any justice. But, I mean, that, when you get there and you're no, watching you're a game. you're blown away by that. I remember the first time walking in there, I was just like, holy cow. 
and this is and this is the kind of team he's got there okay i was in georgia with my son for baseball playing for team nevada right and yeah. we're in georgia and i see all over the news in the, in the morning yeah we have a flood and yeah. I'm, I'm getting wasn't anything to do with flooding it was just the pipe that broke yeah, yeah, yeah because of all the water that was coming through but that, listen it was coming through there i'm like holy geez what that's unbelievable i'm glad i'm here i'm not there because <laughs> yeah. it was cra it was crazy but yeah, you know yeah, what? yeah that that was insane brand new in 24 hours yeah Tell me what casino yeah. in 24 hours that, turns that around. That would be under construction for two weeks. You still have Planet Hollywood every time it rains. Still yeah. coming down in the casino. It shuts yeah. your casino down. Yeah. 24 hours it was done. It was brand new, brand, carp brand new carpet, brand new screen, brand new everything. Yeah. We, we were That's the beautiful that. thing yeah. about having the owner. We were there. watching that water come through those screens, and we were just like, oh, my God. And we were actually surprised, you know, outside of Planet Hollywood. We're like, when these floods came, we're like, power of everybody you know the casinos are just so powerful and the no houses are but, leaking but the casino but tell me one thing though okay yeah was that a first for you seeing water come through a tv screen yes, <laughs> yes. yes. for me that was a big deal planet, planet hollywood is clearly just just flooding yeah, but just this, flooding. this obviously you wasn't because it's coming a, from the side you came through the back of a tv screen yeah and it flooded through the screen and dropping <laughs> in and flooding the i mean that was a first yeah, I mean, yeah. anytime we can create a first and he <laughs> yeah. does a lot of firsts <laughs> he didn't think that was a first but that's hey, a big that deal first ones to have a waterfall in our sports book yeah. <laughs> and so around. he so he knocked that out 24 hours 24 ago. hours that's the kind of team listen he's such a good guy he takes care of his people so we all want to work hard for him and that's what makes a difference. He's he's in like Wednesdays, Wednesdays, nine a.m. That's what I was gonna ask. He's, he's around. He's around. He's, operations he's meetings. Yeah. He sits in marketing tomorrow. He'll be in. He's yeah. in daily ops. He's he's yes. he's got a say in everything, which is great because sometimes he knows he doesn't know everything. None of us do, but he learns and he, he tries things. And when we we're we're notorious for trying to, I've seen you guys you know, do a for lot the first of stuff. time. Yeah, yep. so it's and it's great. And that look at that property. I mean, Circa is one of a kind, and it's the tallest building downtown. You know, Legacy Club where you were sitting with. Oh, Benny. oh my God, Legacy—that's my I spot. I mean, that that is. We were always dealing with Ghost Bar and Foundation mm -hmm. Room, and we were always crammed up in those places. You can come up to Legacy, and half is inside, half is outside. Yeah. You're, oh. not, you're not crammed anywhere. I mean, it gets busy, and it's a lot of fun, but at the same time, it's the best views in Vegas. It's yeah. so See, nice, never, and the view. You got like 180 degrees view. Yeah. Remember what I said, Domo? It's it's very rare that I'm out. Yeah, actually, I was with we, you. I was going to say, we, so, so we, we, had, we had a long night so, in this so, sports book so there we one time. Went to, uh, we had Bad Boy Bill come on the show, and then we went down and saw him. He played at Commonwealth. And then we went to Circa, and it was one of the few times that, you know, the first time going in there. And I just remember it was crazy because, like I said, I, I don't dress up. I'm going to have to dress up because I do need to see this place. Oh, yes. But a, a young guy. You came in like that. Well, remember, hey, remember, remember the young guy? So some young, uh, super young guy host comes up, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm the big host here, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And I had gotten a text from Donnie saying I'm up in the, in the thing. But, again, like how you were saying – I don't like to call people and ask them for this and yeah. so he was up there and so I said I said so you're the big host right and he's like yeah and I said well I'm I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt I'm like get me in the legacy club and he's like I can't and now at the time I'm, <laughs> I'm like I'm like well get the fuck away from me then <laughs> I'm like you can't do shit for me get away, get away from me yeah. but you hear that yeah I think we just sat at the sports book we, we, yeah, yeah we just sat at the bar and drank and like <laughs> I said the energy that 
is in the D and even Circa, it's incredible. Yeah. They're it doesn't like feel like you're downtown. I mean, nothing against downtown, no. but it's just it's just such a yeah. beautiful because property. It it because it holds its own. It's like a strip casino. Yeah, yeah. You that's know? what I mean. You yeah. can you can and pick that up and just put it right berries, on the strip. That's my favorite steakhouse. Yeah, that whole experience. I mean, just even beyond, because I told you I went to Berry's before I, I got invited. So I already knew. But it was like, better when I took it. It was. It was, it was yeah, better. You got a the food taste. Yeah, I had a soprano. Oh, my God. And the desserts. Oh, <laughs> so they, so that and that and that's the thing though. We we made sure we had a variety of food in there. Like you have Eight East from the guys that own Latai. You know they came in and created a whole restaurant called Eight East, and it's like tapas, like a variety of Asian food. Mm-hmm. And it's they say the, the brisket fried rice is probably the best anybody's ever tasted anywhere. You know where's that at? That's at that's in that's in there. Oh, that's in Circa. I've always been here. You have Saginaw's, which is like a oh, like a man. Jewish deli kind of out of yeah. out of Detroit. You had yeah. Saginaw's, wow. you know, so yeah, and I, didn't, that's, I didn't know that's, about that. I didn't do the uh, delis, but they're, they're 24 hours. There are coffee shop kind of mm-hmm. format in a way of menu. Everything's made to order though. Where do you hear in a casino that everything's made to order in a yeah, restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> you may wait a couple minutes longer than normal, but it's fresh. And the sandwiches yeah. are to die for. I go in, I have every Wednesday I have breakfast in there. It's so, that good. so the thing that I've always heard about Derek, I went down there uh, when, when you guys, when it was the opening. Kid Rock did a private, I think he just did a private show. I don't know if it was just for employees or. It was for our anniversary. Yeah. So, so I was down there and I, and I met Derek that night and, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it was just like talking to somebody on the street in Detroit. Like, and then, you know, people had said, you know, he's very, you know, you never know because, you know, the, you don't see many casino owners hanging out in their own casino. And I can tell you, I've been in the D multiple times, and I've seen him and his wife sitting right at the end of the bar. Yeah, and greeting people. And just saying hello to Talking everybody. Talking to customers, like, buying them drinks. I mean, he, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sundays during football season. Mm-hmm. He's, at, he's, he's, at that, he's at the bar, or he's at the, watching sports, or he's doing something. And he's got clients and customers all around Same. him. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, and, awesome. and listen, you won't find that, and that's what makes us unique. You won't find that anywhere else in Las Vegas. You'll oh, yeah. never meet a casino owner like that. Yeah. Well, I heard him. Somebody said he took the reins. They called him the the new George Maloof because that was kind of the last time you would hear of, I think of that. Even I that think, was I a think, little different, though. I think yeah. he's I think he's his own person because yeah, even no, George. George was a partier. George, I know George. <laughs> yeah, George, yeah. George had That's fun guys. and he was a partier. But yeah. Derek is a straight businessman. I mean, he comes from great background. His parents, a great family. I mean, him and his brother own the the place. That everything's private. It's a, it's a private casino you know it's 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 a casino that's privately owned by two brothers yeah you know you don't hear that you know no you hear it at all you don't hear that at all so for them to do that this like in these days yeah that's something else did did he come from money or was there their, their parents i believe their parents got in the automotive business and built it up into something great it's fasteners it's nuts and bolts bolts. he went to so i know he went to college him and his brother and when they got out of college they worked for their parents and then ended up buying it from their parents i believe Mm -hmm. so that and took it over and his brother still has a lot to do with it but they have great people back there that just run it right yeah you know that place does very well and it's this whole separate business yeah yeah. you know but completely different world he has a knack for picking the right people the, to the get work at the work ethic in the automotive business. All my family works for somewhere: Ford, Chrysler, GM. Even when I was in college, the best job to have, I'd come home summers and I worked at it was GM and it was called truck and bus, and I literally was under cars all day 
putting one part on. Yeah. And again, my, my family, yeah, my, my family was like all my uncles, they, they, they became like, I think they call it skilled trades. Yep. So they're making 50, 60, 70 an hour working 70 hours a week. And you know, my uncles, I just remember they looked at me and they said, these are great jobs. You make, you can have a good family, good money, yep. but they're like, get out there in the you world. Go away. But for some people that's okay though. They love it. They're okay they with just it. having a good life yep. and able to do that. Yeah, just, just not do anything else. Safe. safe. And it's safe. Yeah. Listen, everybody has that. Listen, mm -hmm. we're lucky. We live in Vegas. Mm -hmm. yes. We get to see things that nobody else sees. Mm -hmm. We get to do things other people don't. Everybody lives vicariously through the things. And I think that's why my Instagram. So it is what it is because people live vicariously through them. So when yes. fan, when, celebrities or athletes put me on their story or something all of a sudden i get a bunch of followers or kendra i'll get thousands oh, of followers yeah. Yeah. like Especially as soon as i do stuff like that it's like they feel that they can live vicariously through go me check on what is he to doing see, today what well to see their behind the scenes yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like yeah. like kendra and i did a little skit a little reel and it was just a fun reel and and we actually had her husband on there, which was crazy because he's not seen on anything. Ever. And we kind of screwed up because it started bringing out more questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a fun <laughs> skit and almost a million people saw it. Yeah. And that was the crazy thing because I collabed with her, right? And mm -hmm. she got like 8 million followers, but she's legit. I mean, she's fun. And then last two Saturdays ago, I married, I got, in, I got Sophie D and Tyler engaged. Yeah, and we I did I, a whole engagement. Up we, there. We, yeah. actually went, we actually went to their uh, housewarming party. And uh, I didn't. I didn't know either of them, but the Tyler, he's a really cool dude. Really yeah. good guy. Yeah. I mean, they're they're a perfect couple together. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. Uh, really you, cool. do you actually have that picture that I sent you of Sophie D? I saw a, I saw a weird clipping on uh, on Instagram, and I was kind of like blown away by it. Not really blown away, but it was her discussing what she makes on OnlyFans, and I was just like, well, I, was, need... I think she was one of the first OnlyFans though, too. Yeah, yeah. Like 350k. I mean, a month. I give it up to her. She's really hardworking, and she collaborates with a lot of other top creators. But she like legitimately does it. And well, she's a business woman. And Tyler yeah. is really cool because he like helps her with marketing. They have stuff. a knack for social media for marketing. Yeah. They're very good at it. They know what works. Yeah, they actually know. a friend of hers knew them and actually brought them to her birthday party the night uh, that Coolio awesome. rest in yeah. peace Coolio. The night that he performed, but like I said, I, I didn't know who Sophie D was. I didn't, you know, and I was like, these people are cool as. I didn't either. Cool and when I met shit. her, I'm, when I met her, she's just like an, another pretty girl. Sweet. That was it. Yep. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Girl. One of the sweetest mm -hmm. people I've ever met. And I told Tyler that I said she is so sweet. She's such a nice mm -hmm. person, you know. And the fact that they trusted me again, trusted with me to help them with the engagement, that's a big deal. Yeah. So he, they did it on the. They went to Andiamo. Just, oh, I, yeah. Sorry, they went to Barry's. Barry's. So you got on the yam on my head. Yeah. They they went to Barry's, just the two of them. She had no clue. He, His buddies slipped me the ring. I had to carry this ring around. I was kind of nervous around about that. <laughs> yeah. But for 45 minutes, I had to stall them because the roses never came in. Oh, the flowers no. never arrived. So I had to get my concierge guy, who was the best in town, Michael Printy, I'll tell you, this guy got me roses in 40 minutes. Wow. Wow. And then his people were, <laughs> I went up there, put it all up, set it all up. And it's beautiful. It'll probably be on the, the blast.com probably within the next day or two anyways. But I'm telling you, it was just something else. It was just something. Aww. It was great to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And then they had probably one of the, they had 40 friends come up right after they did it. They were all hanging out at the bar. She didn't have a clue. And then. Wow. So the people were already here. Oh, like, they were there. They hiding were there for somewhere. an hour at yeah, the bar yeah, drinking. Yeah, just, 
they all came up and it had to be yeah. one of the best looking crowds. Mm. The girls oh, were sure. beautiful. The yeah. guys were all GQ-ish oh, yeah. types. I mean, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah her, her <laughs> friend know. invited, so they came here for the birthday and then they invited us to, uh, it was a housewarming party. And like I said, being from Detroit, I was like, I, I bought a gift for him. So like, and it was just like one of these like little tree of life things that you'd put on your wall. But they looked at me like I was crazy because, you know, people in Vegas. Be respectful. They yeah, don't do they're that. They're just like, yeah. like yeah, no, you brought us a gift. Like, we don't Bottle of wine don't do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, they, they actually, hey, one thing I'll give them, they had topless bartenders. Yeah, they had a topless that, bartender. That, so, that, that there was, was uh, other ladies in the adult industry there. So what? So so going from the D to Circa uh, is, I mean, is it Circa Derek's baby? Does he still look at the no, D? No, because he's down at, listen, we have meetings at the today's ops meeting was at the at the d we're mm -hmm. still down at the d i go down to the d when i have clients sometimes clients like to come and watch the band and i've got to set that up because derek built a <laughs> like an owner's box right beside the stage wow so yeah. you're able to sit there and have the best seat in the house so some yeah. of my big guys won't gonna come in and sit there and just watch <laughs> it i have to arrange that mm -hmm. but i'm at circa most of the time now because of the fact that that's the bigger place. I've got yeah. to. I've got to help make that work. Do you, yeah. you got any secrets? Is he is he looking at anything else down there? Or? Listen, I think he's got his hands full right now. <laughs> <laughs> we listen three properties and downtown Las Vegas event center. Listen, oh, yeah. not I only does it. he have three casinos, he's got downtown Las Vegas event center. Oh wow, that's fifteen thousand well? yep. outdoor like venue. Yeah, concert yeah. place. Yeah. You know, nice. we have Super concerts nice. this 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 weekend. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you put some of the best concerts out there. I mean, mm -hmm. some of the biggest, some yeah. big festivals, you know, punk rock bowling comes down there three days straight and you have 15,000 people down there. Yeah. And are you guys busy during Life is Beautiful? Life is Beautiful. Sometimes we've either put a, a, a band in there before it happened, the same with EDC, or you use it as, or you used to, uh, back in the day when we first did it, we use it for parking or a, a stop, wow. you know, but yeah. There was there's so much that thing that that property can turn into anything, yeah. yeah. You know, but it's it's a full fledged concert place. I, I've seen them do all kinds of stuff. I've seen them. We actually went to a they did a rave, a green velvet. He oh, put a, almost like was a that bubble. Him? Yeah. yeah, that's. Oh my god! That I'm just saying. I'm so saying cool. that was at the event center. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I didn't know what to expect because I'm like they're. They're on a rave. I think it was a company revelation. So, okay. So I'll give yeah. you a story about oh. revelation. Yeah. And I'm like, so revelation had a hard time getting in there, yeah. but I know the owner, yeah, right? And a great guy. And they were having something down in the furniture building where they were doing a foam party. Mm -hmm. yep. Thousands of kids, right? Thousands of people. Yeah. Oh, so, that's so right. I took yeah. Derek and he took his whole officer staff with, <laughs> and he took his wife. And we went down in a, in a couple limos, right? And we walked through this. Now we're all in suits, right? Yeah. <laughs> These kids are thinking, what the hell, sir? Yeah, and, and the cops are here. They haven't done the foam yet, right? Mm -hmm. And when Derek walks someplace, you know he's not a cop. You know he's somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's Definitely pretty cool. Him important. and his wife walk through. You know, they just style with the suits. They have yeah. style. You know, they have style. They have an aura about them. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. But yeah. you know he's somebody. Yeah. So I get him up and... They say, bring them on stage. So we bring them up to the stage. Then they start to foam. Yeah. It was probably one of the coolest things they ever seen. <laughs> and from that moment on, yeah. Revelation yeah. ended up starting to do more concerts with us. And now they're great. They come in and they do a bunch of concerts a year with us. Yeah. yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's we went company. down there and it was kind of crazy because I'm like, you know, Green Velvet. He's huge in, in, De in Detroit. Never really seen him out here. He kind of got big, I think, from Revelation bringing him down here. But I, I didn't know what to expect. And I mean, we went that there and it was just, it was popping. Shows. All ages too. Like, I'm yeah. like, is this going to be a bunch of like 18 year olds? And 
everybody was down there. And I mean, it's a, it's a, it's also a safe place. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable when you go down, it's a good time. Security's great. Everything's good there. You don't have to worry about any problems. Very organized. Well, it's just the way it's laid out. Everybody's down to have a good time. They're not down to cause problems. Well, I mean, we put some of the, we had the eighties and nineties concerts in there. We had, uh, geez, all naughty by nature, all, all that type of, of time frame music, you know, and rap. You know what? It was one of the coolest crowds that we had down there and not one problem. And that's the thing, too. It's like Fremont Street. It's like, you know, you kind of got to watch out when you're down there. Fremont but... Street, you know, it, it. everybody says it's Old Vegas. It's not Old Vegas. No. Stop calling it Old Vegas. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> that's why I didn't want to say that. It, I didn't want to I didn't want to say anything no. bad about downtown. It's just circus. It's, it's just downtown. It's just, it just yeah. looks like you you took the newest property on the strip and just moved it over there. Yeah, it's I mean, just, it, it's, it's, just, it's a whole different world. It's downtown. It's, it's been around a long time, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and that's it. I mean, it's just... You think 44 million people come a year to Vegas. Do you know over fi- over 50% come downtown? Yeah. yeah. So that's a big deal. And I guarantee you right now, it's probably more like 60 to 65% yeah, yeah, yeah. because no, you're coming definitely. to see Circa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely coming to see. And the fact that we're 21 and older yeah. is the beautiful thing. We got... Oh, that's right. So the whole property is you're praised yeah. on social media. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually got deal. one funny story because, like I was telling you before, it, it's it's very rare that I get out with people. I'm I'm very intro introvert. And uh, when when the D brought in the Coney, you know, I was like, you know, I'm like, I have three friends. So I'm like, Doma, I'm like, you gotta you gotta <laughs> try you gotta try this Coney Island at the D. And she's like, what well, you know, what's that? And I'm like, you just gotta come and try it. <laughs> so we're walking into Fremont. In a fight with like thirty people breaks out in front, nothing to do with the D, but just on Fremont. And she's like, "See, you're bringing me to this Detroit shit and everything." <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, "This isn't Detroit shit. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's Fremont this, shit. <laughs> we're still yeah. gonna go around this." But she was like, "Yeah, this is fucking shit. This is Detroit." Well, people. I was just like, "Is but this, like, is how this long hot ago was that? Dog long ago? Really? It was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Was it worth it? But no, it had nothing to do with yeah. the D Hotel. It was just rip, the rip. Well, Fremont's a lot Fremont. more secure now too. I yes. Mean, got oh no, it was this was. Fresh, all that fresh. Stuff. I mean, pretty much right when that Coney came because she didn't oh, understand right what, a, what a Coney yeah. was, and I'm like, you gotta, you gotta see this shit. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, but now when I go to Detroit, oh yeah, that's the first you know. stop I go to. <laughs> yeah. That's so, cool. that's man, well, uh, we're pretty much out of time. more than out of time, but uh, yeah. we appreciate you stopping by oh, and um, give, give them social yeah. media so they can check you out and uh, check uh, out these these crazy uh, stories you got at RichardWoke.com. <laughs> just. Uh, Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at, at richardwilk.com. That's it. And uh, you'll be able to see kind of the life that I create and lead and, and have fun with. Yeah, and I, I told him, Super James, we're going to sometime after our, our camera crew gets back into town on the 10th, uh-huh. you know, we, we'd love to come down there. You come know, do just, some B-roll. Yeah, just... Can, we, we, um, my only fans ladies can we do some pool stuff or <laughs> well let's berries? just say you mean maybe like some bikini stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta be specific i want to get it clear on the table put it on the table right now <laughs> just, yes g-rated right maybe, <laughs> some, maybe some feet content who knows okay I, I don't know anything about that but g-rated you, you ladies in a bikini is perfectly fine okay, perfect. that's no problem but i mean don when donnie comes in you should come down and have dinner with him oh yeah no, no I, I i had I said that comping before. it anyway so it doesn't matter hey, I, hey, I told her I, I said i was like i was like i was like you should tell him like you know what he'll never understand how we're 
friends with Donnie and like Donnie is a legitimate friend. That he would love her. <laughs> oh, he does. Oh, he yeah. does. Oh, oh, I he can does. see that already. No, <laughs> Don, yeah, Donnie. When I introduced him to her, I mean, I mean, he's he's just a funny guy, man. And he, he's, I think he's in in, a, in another week or so during NASCAR. He's always in during. He can't, he he brought Kevin Harnick Harvick in. Yeah, and I think was was Donnie, and I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I, I I hear so many different stories, but I just remember, you know, as I was hanging out again, I don't ask people, I don't, I don't care, I don't know, and you know, it was a big deal. I think that Donnie, I think, got Chef Barry, or that was part of the deal. Well, to get him so Donnie used to go to nine, nine all the time, yes, right, and and the big deal is is that Chef Barry was this the the famous chef at nine. Mm -hmm. Yasin and Marco was the management team, and then Donnie was a client. Yes. So the fact that the four of them got together, they're the owners of Barry's, and Chef Barry's, the, and yeah. he's the chef. Yeah, well, that's what Donnie said to me one day. He's like, I'm opening something up in a casino. I didn't even know what he did. I'm just like, here's this guy from Wisconsin. I'll tell you, it's the hottest, it's the hottest celebrity hotspot. Does that make sense? A celebrity hotspot yeah. in Vegas because it's got good food, it's got great service and the atmosphere is fun. Mm -hmm. And that's what drives everybody there. And you never know who you might see yeah. at Circa. That, that's, that's and that's the, a big that's deal. A big we right did that there. at the D forever. Yeah. Yes. You know? And on the almost sta still stays strong. It's smaller. Some, something I can tell you, strong. all my friends, you know, from, from famous people to not famous people, all my friends from Detroit stay at the D. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's so funny to me because I'm just like, you guys come from Detroit and you, and, you, and there you're at the D. I used like, to say the D it. has a five-star restaurant mm -hmm. and it's got a five-star atmosphere because yeah. with dancing dealers and loud yeah. music and mm -hmm. sports playing. It's always <laughs> How do you go wrong? <laughs> right, right. It was the right. model that we started with. Is that on, well, it's on steroids. Gate, I was going to say steroids. Then it went though. to the D, which got bigger. Yeah. Now it went to Circa. Yeah, yeah. And Circa was like... Exploded it. And Circa just sounds cooler. Circa is cool. <laughs> where where is can cool. we find you at Domo Monster? Uh, Domo Monster 7 on IG. And then I'm just on the Green Room Radio. As everyone knows, I got my. True got hijacked. Yeah, His so, Instagram so got hijacked. You guys try to DM the page thinking they're talking to me. You're yeah. talking to Chief. <laughs> you're thinking you're getting this, but you're getting yeah. this. Yeah. I've, I've had to go on. Oh, no, she, no she's, actually, she's actually on there too. But. I'm, I'm on there. No, I get some messages that are alarming to me. I'll like, uh, be like, hey. As long as they're not sending so any pictures. Yeah. <laughs> you probably got a couple of those too. You know, no, no pictures yet. And I'm like, I'm going to have to disclose. You know, this is new news. We don't know all the the specifics on yeah, it, but rest in power, Coolio. Yeah, if, man, if uh, good good friend true. of ours, good friend of the show. I know you mentioned yeah, you done a ton of stuff. Andy, um, and he's fifty nine years old. Um, and uh, earlier this afternoon, they found one of the him. cool Coolio is one of the coolest guys out yeah. there. I mean, he was so down to earth. Came yeah. in Andiam all the time with his girl and and had dinner and just yeah. was so nice. And when we when I copped it. He's like, you don't have to do this. I'm like, yeah, you're cool. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. You're cool. I'm yes, doing I it. Do. You know, yeah, I know I don't have to, but I, I feel I don't, that's a loss. Like the music world and, oh, and man. the world lost a good entertainment in general. New yeah. Year's yeah. with him. He came here like so, saying on my birthday. He actually yeah, performed cool. that's pretty Gangster cool. Paradise on my birthday, but he was holding back a little. He was like, uh. 
uh, no, I get paid for this, but the, he was, he, <laughs> it was just such a cool vibe. He, he said, that was, he that said was the energy was so good in here with yeah. 15 people. He's like, I just had to perform. That was always his thing. I'm not yeah. going to do it for free. And then he does four songs. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he just loved the music. Listen, you got a cool studio here. This is yeah. badass. Yeah. All the different Thank little you. rooms. It's awesome. I saw your room. That's yeah. pretty crazy. But I mean, we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I were talking in your room. That was kind of yeah. weird. But, uh, <laughs> I create that vibe. Yeah. I, I see that. But I mean, just in general, I mean, it's, you guys make it comfortable in here. It makes it very easy to talk, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and you, you're you not trying to dig at anybody. You're not trying to get, pull out the worst of people. Yeah. It makes it easy. It's good so, yeah, we just, we just really want to bring good people and, and, and get good energy and, and, you know, put Vegas somewhere on the map, you know, like there's not too many people out there that are, you know, taking on local businesses and just talking about all the good things and, you know, referencing, I almost, I'm just going to throw this out there. I almost Uh-oh. canceled the day and I'm like, I'm glad it yeah. was you because, you know, I, I got the news with Coolio and I mean, I've been choked up. I drove back from LA today and then I see that and, you know, but then on the, on the, on the flip side, I feel very blessed because she had a show I about a month done. ago and I, I don't, I don't nor- normally go. And I went because it was in Detroit and I have a sister there and, you know, I was, I was in the strip club and someone said, Hey, you know, Coolio and Tone Loke are across the street. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to hit him. So I hit him up and we were never able to make it over there. But then he he hit us up right after the show and he's like, hey, so we ended up getting in an Uber and went to downtown and we Detroit hung out with him and his. Hotel. So I feel so blessed that I got that opportunity. And you know. he like showed us new music he was working on. You know what was pretty impressive about him? He was not drinking, and he even was talking about like how you know he's sober, so now he's really focused on his career. He's very fit, but you know, he that's was. Yeah. I mean, he had you got the real Coolio. You got the real side. The real side. The legit. It's really sad because he was just like, "Yo," he's like, "I, I want to make a million. He's like, "I want to go hard." He, he was very um, happy about this Europe trip that he had, and I mean, it's just. You know, I told her we've alarming. been around Coolio so much. One of my fondest re- memories ever is just the randomness, and so I was having, you know, I had a few people over at my house one night. And he just comes in, walks right in. Didn't everybody's like, you, he's the king of not knocking. Yeah, he every, just comes in. If the door's open, he's yeah, in there. Everybody's like, I'll never he's forget. I'm going to, I'm going to have the picture up next week. But he came in and he was wearing an Irish kilt. And I had a whole <laughs> house full of like only fans type of girls. And they were oh, like, Oh, he got the word that yeah. you were. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why he was there. in there. And yeah. he said, he was like, and they were like, did you, did you, he walked right in the house. Didn't say shit to anybody. <laughs> Took a garbage bag, I'll never forget this, opened my refrigerator, threw every processed food away, <laughs> and he's throwing away all the bullshit, and he's like, I'm going to make everybody dinner, and he somehow from scratch created this crazy meal, and everybody's awesome. like, how much That's did you pay him to story. do that? And I'm like, nothing. He loved cooking. I'm like, yeah, he just, story. I didn't he, know that. That's he awesome. Yeah, he had, a, he had a cooking show for a while, Um, his own cooking show. Yeah. That's a great story. But yeah. I'm like, I don't, I'm well, kind of, well, the, how do you beat that the story? Greatest, <laughs> well, the greatest story was funny was when he came to, so we did a, a party and a virtual party because um, we were streaming on YouTube and uh, we knew he was coming, but like we didn't tell everybody else and there is this guy, Derek. We yeah. just we just ran into him at Life is Beautiful, but it was funny because the guy who was like, Hey, he's like, What's up? He's like, I'm gonna let you in and then you know, he said Coolio, but he thought he said Julio. So he was <laughs> yeah. calling him. He's like, Man, he's like Julio, he's like, he, he, he looks like somebody. He doesn't look like a Julio. I was sitting in he this back. Yeah. 
And I was sitting in his back room and he goes, Hey man, he goes, I'm just going to let you know. He's like, I was outside. He's like, you know, this black guy, he's like, he looks super gangster. And he's like, and then so I told him he could come in and he's like, <laughs> he goes, he goes, so I was like trying to keep it low key. And he goes, and he just did this thing on the stripper pole. And he's like, it was fucking. Yeah. Oh yeah. He goes, yeah. He he's like, you get the pass. And he goes, and I'm like, who is this? And he's like, Julio. No, I'm yeah, like, yeah, like, like, so then he grabbed the mic, he grabbed the mic, and then they were like, because there was other DJs performing, we had, D- we had Scribble, yeah. and um, he's like about to go on the mic, and then the other guy was like, yo, he was like trying to check, mic check him, and then he started getting into it, and he was like, He's not Julio. He's Coolio. <laughs> and then the other guy was like, he's like, I just mic checked Coolio. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, and this is the thing. This yeah. is great that we can laugh about stories and memories that all of us have yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the coolest I, part about it. I told. Yeah. Oh, what'd you find? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> my God. There I guess you can show that now. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I said here. I mean. Uh, no, dr- driving here, like I said, I, I almost called today off and I was like, you know what? I said, I'm going to, you know, I'm definitely going to go through quite a grieving process over this. But, you know, he, you know what I told her is I he said, I want you to grieve. No. And I, no. I, I think the thing that I told her is I said, you know, the thing that it really like reminded me of is just how nice he was to everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, it just tells me, you know, be nice to people. You know, this, this is how you live your life and you know, good things happen. I love, I love hearing that because the rock does it all the time. Just anybody nice at people. that level, like Coolio, the rock, anybody that's famous, when they tell you, just be nice, be kind to people and they're genuine about it. Yeah. yeah they mean yeah. so much because that's yeah. how I work. Yeah. If you're nice to people and I try to teach my kids this, be nice to people. Doesn't it doesn't take anything more to be nice to people, and you know what? You never know who you're being nice to. Right, right. You That's never the know big thing right day there. You change yep. because you're nice to somebody, mm-hmm. and you know what? If we can all pass that on, there's be- there's a better life out there for a lot of people. Yeah. You don't know who's hurting. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Who, you don't know. People look up to you, you because of people you've known, people you've dealt with, you know, and then all of a sudden they get a chance to talk to you, and sometimes we think I'm nobody. But at the same time, who we take care of or we we know these people will never get a chance to. Yeah. So if I can help somebody or if I can get something signed by a WWE star for somebody's kid or right, something right, like that, right. why not? Yeah. They, they're glad to do it. People are glad to, oh, yeah, to yeah, do yeah, things yeah. like that. So 100%. why not do that? So when you can when you can stress that and be nice, do it. Yeah. yeah. It'll get you a lot farther in this world. And in this culture. Yeah, y'all got to do that. Yeah, I, I actually I posted. I don't know if you saw it on my story, but I I saw Flavor Flavor. Actually, he was in Toronto, and uh, he was walking along taking pictures with people. And I actually sent her the video, and I said I put on there like character and integrity, but I'm like he genuinely. Not only did he take the quick picture, he looked him in the eyes. He cared about what they you know and had a yeah. moment with each person. He didn't just breeze through anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's the guy that I want to be like. You know who's like that? And I'll, I'll end with this. Yeah. Dana White. Wow. Yeah. Dana White doesn't yeah. forget where he came from. Came from nothing to where he is today. Yeah. He's a super George. We call it George is a big tipper in the, in the casino business, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goes in a restaurant. He'll tip more than the, the check. The bill. Yeah. Uh, t- he takes all those UFC fighters from Ultimate Fighter. He would take 30 of them in there. He'd tip more than the bill, mm-hmm. you know, and make every, make sure everybody got tipped out of it. Right, right, right. You Not know? just, yeah. You can be... He could be in the worst mood ever. I've never seen him really in a bad mood, but he could be in the worst mood. He's got and a tough job, too. If somebody says, Dana, can I get a picture? Guess what? He's taking the picture. He takes that picture. Yeah. Wherever we are, and I've been 
around the United States with him. Mm -hmm. Anywhere we are, anybody stops him. He gives him his time of day. Feels blessed to be in that position. Yes. And, yeah. and that's grateful and that's great. And I love seeing that. Yeah. And and you learn from that. So, I mean, we can all do it. Four of us sitting here. I mean, yeah. we can yeah. easily change people's lives yeah. for the it. better. And how, well, can, how can we find you, Super James? At DJ Super James. At DJ Super, Super James. James. We're looking forward to seeing you, man. I, I, I've been there a couple of times. Um, I don't really remember we're being there with him, but <laughs> we're, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely want to check out this. I'm gonna throw on a dress shirt. No, you just 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 put a polo shirt on. That's what I'm gonna do. Just put a polo shirt on a pair of jeans. We're gonna have to buy him one. He doesn't own one, but we'll we'll, we'll buy him one. <laughs> we'll get that. We'll have to get him a circle. One. Never mind. Yeah, there you go. Just yeah, get, get him one of those. Thank you so much, man. I know you're you're crazy busy. We appreciate your time. Thank you guys for checking in. Thank you.